Welcome back to the Patrick Lally Show on KSOO, and we are continuing our conversation with Dana Waring. She is the education director and co-founder of an organization called Personal Genetics Education Project, which is at the Harvard Medical School and is working with Sanford Research on teaching kids about the genetics uh, and the ethics of genetics testing um, and their parents. And uh, they've got an ongoing project in Harrisburg that's very interesting. Uh, Dana, I saw, and I know it's been very much in the news recently, um, New York Times, Washington Post, and I, I actually read it in a couple other publications about this recent breakthrough in genetic editing in human embryos. And that made yep. me think about genetic, the ethics of genetics. What sort of, uh, when you saw that, what did you think? Well, you're right. This, this is a moment for us to really start in earnest having these conversations about how this technology could impact individuals, families, society. And so when I saw that article, I thought, oh boy, we are racing to keep up. We're racing to keep up. That a lot of what we spend time talking about and working with teachers and, you know, communities about is this question of, what do you want to know that's in your DNA, mm-hmm. right? What is the information there that might be interesting to you or helpful or confusing? But this, this is a, um, a shift from that, is that it's not just a question of, do I want to know what's there? It's, is there a way or is there a reason to alter that DNA and to alter it in, a, in such a way? What the recent news articles have been about is that the type of alteration they're talking about is the type that then is passed on within a family. Right. And so this is a, con- a situation where if you have, uh, say, um, various uh, different um, afflictions that are that like uh, sickle cell anemia or uh, some of these single, what is it, single genetic marker yep. uh, diseases where they're just part of, they're baked into your family, then maybe right. you could go in into the embryo of your child, fix that, whatever it is, and then that fix carries on through the generations beyond. That's, that's mind-boggling to think about. It, it is mind-boggling to think about. And uh, you're right, although, you know, you, you make an interesting point, right, that, you know, this technique that has CRISPR is suited to fixing a single variant right now, mm-hmm. right? But for most people, illnesses and most conditions and most traits, whether it be cancer or, you know, something like athletic ability, right? Those are, are not a single gene. Right. It's an important difference to make that they are hundreds of genes involved as well as the interactions between uh, genetics and environment, right? Those are, those are much harder to single out in a lab and, uh, sort of do a cut and paste right, kind of right, right. <laughs> kind of deal. Um, but nonetheless, you know, you, you see a lot of this, these calls saying it's time for education, it's time for community discussion. And so that is why we're so, one of the reasons why we're so thrilled to be working with people in, um, in South Dakota is that, you know, these questions around, well, what, what is the right, is there a, a set of reasons why this technology should be applied. Yeah, right. And when, and how far and, you and can go. And when, yeah. you know, when, 
we say, you know, you often see these headlines, designer babies, and uh, you just have to fix the embryo. It's actually, you know, like these are very complicated. (laughs) Um, You know, it implies that a family is, or, you know, an individual is using in vitro fertilization, right? These are Mm -hmm. still, although, you know, increasingly common, certainly um, not widely available. Right. And very expensive. Very expensive. To do Very expensive, um, and you know, not despite you know the celebrities who are having babies well into their um, middle age, you know, it's it's often as anyone who's been through it would would be able to tell you is painful and difficult and expensive, and in the end, often doesn't you know the results are not guaranteed. Yeah. Dana Waring is on the phone. She is with the Harvard Medical School in a program called Personal Genetics Education Project, partnering with Sanford Research here in South Dakota to bring a uh, talk about uh, genetic testing and the ethics surrounding it into the classroom. Um, Dana, that really brings up the issues that you're working directly with, and that is, you know, how do how, how should parents be using this genetic testing? Uh, to what degree on, with their children, um, and what should that child know as they grow older and how you have that discussion? Yeah, When, I mean, when I, should parents test? Well, you know, I think about this question a lot because I have a 12 and a 13-year-old at home mm-hmm. who have a great many thoughts and opinions on things about their independence and their rights mm-hmm. <laughs> and their, their wisdom over mine, certainly, um, but, I mean, I think this is something that can vary widely within families and within communities. Um, I know, you know, for my kids, in our family, we are incredibly lucky to know our family history, right? When my kids were born, all four grandparents alive and three great-grandparents. Oh, wow. And an army of aunts and uncles and cousins. And so, and we know, we have a good picture of the, you know, the types of diseases that might run in our family. And for us, we are lucky to say, like, there isn't anything right now that feels urgent to me. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of people, it is quite the opposite, right? And so I think a lot of the, you know, the professional organizations and the guidelines will often say that, the vast majority of genetic diseases, like let's say uh, breast cancer, that might be linked to a particular variant in the BRCA gene, mm-hmm. right? We all have BRCA genes, men, women, children, we all have them. It's a matter of what version you have. Okay. And a lot of the guidelines would say, you know, if you are going to have a medical intervention, that shouldn't happen or doesn't need to happen until that child is in their... 20s. And at that point, the child can probably decide, you know, at that point, that, that's a young adult, mm-hmm. right? So that's one of the big questions is, well, are you testing for something that needs a treatment right now? Right. Right. That's one of the big questions to ask yourself. Am I looking for some information because I need to get my kid to a doctor right now and intervene? Yeah. Beyond right? curiosity. You know, right. I just want to <laughs> right. know. Um, certainly there are companies that are, you know, marketing 
testing saying, maybe you should find out what your kids' abilities are out on the soccer field. Right, right. You know, or the football field or the ice rink, basketball, and then, you know, point them in the right direction based on their genes. Now, granted, when you talk to students about this, you can get a real range of answers. You get some who would say, I would love to know. Tell me, right, because it would motivate me, and maybe I could finally ditch soccer because I hate soccer, (laughs) and they've been making me play since kindergarten. And others would say, I would be so devastated Um, if I found out I didn't have the right DNA mm -hmm. for this thing that I love. And and maybe they they shouldn't know. You know, right. So these are the questions Mm -hmm. that I think this is like the conversation to have with your kid tonight at dinner. Mm right, is if I could genetically get this testing done for you for, to find out about your athletics or your this or your that, you know, these complicated traits, would you want to? Would you yeah. not want to? Right. Um, okay. You know, so it's really, it's hard. There isn't sort of a one-size-fits-all. Dana Waring, it is, uh, it's a fascinating topic, and uh, we could, I would love to talk more and more about it. Thank you very much for calling in today and taking some time to talk with us about this, and I hope people can uh, take that to heart. If you want more information, where can people go? Uh, You can visit us on the web at pged.org. That's outstanding. Uh, Dana Waring, she's with the education, she's the education director and co-founder of PGED at the Harvard Medical School, and uh, we will be right back on the Patrick Lally Show on KSOO.